Welcome, 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 welcome to the comic. What's going on, nerds? Bill. What up? You missed me with the unmute. Yeah, I moved microphones on you. Healing me, bro. Switching up the order. This uh, is the comic zone. We were joined I want to hear your excuses. Excuses. That's the facts. This is the comic zone. Today we got Scott back. Well, er, how's if, it going? If you don't know, we got an episode uh, with him and his sister Chelsea. Uh, all about Lord of the Rings, and that one turned out really badass. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, yeah, we got Ted here too, but that's you know, <laughs> Meh. whatever. It's kind of whatever. It's yeah. a Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Uh, yeah, right? excellent. He's excellent. been waiting for so long to drop that. Oh yeah, yeah. Eventually, we'll do a podcast just me and you, buddy. Yeah, Bill and Ted solves the problems of the world, but yeah. we wanted to or cause the problems of the there, world. That's much more accurate, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because usually, we'll if you solve, solve one problem, you cause another. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm down with causing some problems. Yep. So we're talking which, uh, video games. Which is what you know happens a lot in what we're going to talk about today, which is video games. Yeah. Which is your bread and butter. Yes, sir. Yeah. I enjoy uh, that shit. And then also, Ted, yours. Yeah, I play too much. Yep. So, like, what do we... First of all, before we get into it, I kind of want to explain what we're going to be talking about and it's basically going to be the games that blew our minds throughout our lives from the beginning to to today so like uh just like a rough list of the games that really the games that changed our evolutionary dna yep well i think a good starting point for that would be like, what was the first video game that you played? Because if you're still playing, chances are you liked the first That's one. That's where I was going to start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But first, so, Bill has a list of the top 10 selling video games of all yeah, time. So of all time, these are the best selling games. So at number 10, um, and I'm going to fuck this up, Tierra, 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 do that. See, I already should have, I should have started with number one. Terraria? Terraria. Thank you. Really? Terraria That's was surprising. the 10th. That is surprising. And I've, I'd never heard of it. I had to kind of Google search it after, you know, actually this on the Wikipedia, you know, I'd click on that to right. find out what the hell it was. It definitely was. did not blow my mind because I've never played that. The so only I must have reason, played it. The, it's, I can picture the cover art. It was an open box is what it said. or so it was It's a side-scrolling, like... 2D game. Sandbox. Uh, like platformer type. Well, like, they described it more like, like Minecraft, Minecraft, like inspired Minecraft Huh. Hmm. Yeah. So kind of uh, like Block Dude on the graphing calculator when we were in high school. Kind of, yeah. not really. I mean, you'd have to see it. But Riley plays it a lot, my son. Yeah. Uh, he plays the fuck out of it. So So number nine, and now we're getting into much more modern games because it's... Uh, Terraria is pretty modern. It's that's not. 2011. That's so, But yeah, still, still... Yeah, we're old. Yeah. All right. So number nine, Red Dawn, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yep. I can buy that. That's a fucking great game. Yep. And we're going to talk about that one later. Oh, yeah. So the next, number eight, is Pokemon Red, Green, Blue, and Yellow. That's reasonable. So they're, I, I so they're different variations well. of the cart. So people are probably collecting all of them and spending yeah. a lot more money. Oh, I'll have that. Some that's stuff the to original. Say about that. 96. That's the original set. Uh, Game Boy or Game Boy Advance? Game or Boy. Game Boy. Yeah, original. Game, Game Boy Color. Mm-hmm. Game, yep. Yeah. 
All right, so number seven. This one is definitely on my list of favorite games. Not didn't make this list, but helped. Mario Kart 8. Yeah, well, okay. Good one. Uh, 2014. Yeah, that's interesting. Would that be the Wii? Mario Kart. Uh, Wii U. Wii, so that's the Wii, Wii U. That's a little But surprise. then they released it again on the Switch because when the Wii, when they released the Switch, they're like, oh, let's just port all this Wii U shit that no one played onto the Switch and it's brand new again. Yep. Yeah, I think there were some modifications coming onto the Switch too, weren't there? Like from the, the base Mario Kart 8? Um, I know that when they released it, it had all the DLC and shit. And okay. like, so it had all the extra content as one complete package. But I don't know if they've added since then. But. Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't played it much. I mean, I played it some, but it's pretty good. Oh, yeah. So number six, Super Mario Brothers. The 1985. Interesting. That was my first. Yep, that's that's where my story begins pretty much, too, as we will get to that later. Yep. Number five, and um, uh, Battlegrounds, P-U-B-G. PUBG. PUBG, Battlegrounds. Oh. Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Yep, Player yep. Unknown. Yep. 2017 PUBG. I don't know. That's another one my son plays. Mm. I don't know if you could call that copies sold. Air quotes. That, that one's free to play. It is, but they've don't they have yeah, like, downloads though? Yeah, like it, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like however many downloads after. Well, I think they're just right. counting gross revenue. So that that's probably a very important fact about this specific game. Same with uh, Fortnite when that comes up later on the list. Yeah, and, and next on the list. That one actually didn't make this list. No shit. Yes. Wow. Now, now, so Wikipedia what, what is my it? source. There's twelve-year-olds so everywhere that are super pissed at you. Uh, right what now. is it? Uh, this there Fortnite? was. Oh. It was. I think it was probably number eleven or twelve. It was pretty yeah, close. That makes sense. But um, so this next one is very interesting too, because it's only on one dip, one system. Wii Sports. Oh, I love that game. Yeah, but it makes sense when you think about it because I believe it was All a pack-in and they sold 101 million Wiis. So. Yeah, yeah. It, it came with the Wii, so... Yeah, yep. and, and yeah, but let's be honest, sold. everybody that had one played the fuck out of that game anyway. It was, yeah. yeah, it was a great game. It was a solid... That's what made that system. The yeah, bowl, absolutely. The, yeah, bowling, just the bowling, the tennis, all that shit was fun. Yeah, I spent way too much time bowling. Yeah, sure. same, same. I got really good at oh, yeah, where you bowling, could... where you could just like you lock the angle on your controller and get really good at throw, rolling a, a three hundred game. <laughs> we, <laughs> way yeah, to, we way pulled... to take the sport out of that. Yeah, and you just sit on the couch and just flip your wrist. Yeah, you do the same thing with Dance Dance Revolution. I find out really quickly. Yeah, you just move the controller. You don't have to move your body. <laughs> it's like, nice dancing. I, I, I love play a video games. game. I don't want to dance. <laughs> yeah. I play a video game to relax, not work out. You exactly. know exactly. <laughs> so next one, this is definitely a classic to me. Is Tetris? Yeah, and this was that's where my journey begins. And uh, they this one was listed at from EA EA Games from two thousand and six, but I remember it much earlier from Game Boy de- get days. Yeah, so, Game Boy was the first time I ever played it. Mm-hmm. So. I'd almost be willing to bet I'm the only one in the room right now that played 3D Tetris on the Virtual Boy. Yeah, I didn't have Virtual Boy. You got me. Maybe. Ha, only I got headaches, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> was that the last one? No, there's two more. Oh. So Tetris was number three. Number five was Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. 2013. Saw that coming. Uh, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. And number one, <laughs> drumroll, Minecraft. Oh, big surprise. Yep. Minecraft yep. is great, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's fun for like a week for me, and then yeah. I get bored with it. I'm kind of the same way, but I, I do appreciate what it is. Oh, Cluffy's always like, man, where, you got to check all this shit out. And I'm well, like, yeah, that's super cool, and then I lose interest really fast. 
Yeah, it's going to be on my list, but that's not until we, like, I kind of want to go up the ladder of... Yeah, that's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to start at the beginning and work up. So so where was the Genesis? No, no pun intended, Sega. For your video game start, Scott. All right, so my start is the Super Nintendo, and the first game I would have ever played, and I can't say definitively, would either have been Super Mario World or Donkey Kong Country, because I had access to both of them at the same time. Of the two, I mean, I adore both, but Donkey Kong Country is the game that made me a gamer. I was addicted to the um, gameplay. It's just a, an amazing, beautiful game to this day. And it holds up, honestly, even though the visuals are somewhat dated. It's really, I mean, it's I can still put it in my Super Nintendo and play it to Enjoy. this day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Like, I think the game was great fun. And then, like, future incarnations of that style of play would be, like, Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. That yeah. kind of, that, like... That's get, well, we'll get there. We'll yeah. get well, yeah, there. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> something along those lines. But, like, yeah, it was, it was a good game. How old are you? I am 32. That explains the Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, though, I... When I was about 11, I bought an NES uh, with, like, good 20 games or something like that at a garage sale. So I did still play all three Mario games, uh, Contra, Super C... Stuff like that. So, I mean, I do still have experience with some of that older stuff, but, you know, Super Nintendo's the start. Very nice. And what about you, Ted? So, I was thinking about it as he was talking, and I thought that Super Mario Brothers on the NES was my first game. But I have a vague memory of playing Zelda on a controller hooked up to a hotel TV around the same time. I'm not sure which came first. But Mario left the impression. That's right. That's yeah, that's because I played the hell out of it. Like I yeah. used to play it with my mom when I was like four, mm. and I've been a gamer since. So yeah, thirty-two yeah. years going strong. Yeah. So I I did get an older console later on. Like probably when I was like five or six, we got an Atari with a whole box of games. Nice. Right. So Find. Right. Yeah. It was it was good fun. And then I tore it apart and tried to turn it into a robot. But then I learned I'm not an electronic engineer, mm-hmm. and uh, it went in the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had lots of creations like that. Yeah, I mean, like, it had like the perfect, like when you open up the face, like it had like where the cartridge goes in and the knobs on the side, the mouth and eyes. I was like, this is going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> now, did you have one of the black Vader looking Ataris that way where it had the complete black face and kind of looks like Darth Vader's mask and all that? Maybe. I remember like the back panel where you put the cartridge in, I think it was like angled up a little bit. Yeah. They they basically just changed the color, but the mold, uh, they didn't really change until the Atari 2600 Junior, which is basically just a flat piece of black plastic. Listen to um, you dropping names. Well, I um, I have uh, one Atari 2600 still in the collection. So. Yeah, he's got a big fucking collection of systems, don't you? Yeah, I've got... 24, something like that. I'd have to count it again, but yeah, I've got like over 20. Got an Atari Jaguar. (laughs) I never even got to play one of those. I've played an Atari. I just don't know which one. It's probably the 2600. Yeah, that's most common. Like Pitfall? Yeah. Um, Missile Command. And, you know, the the basics. Mm. You know what it is on there. Um, Where's your start, Mike? I remember not even, I don't even necessarily remember the first game I played, but I remember the first time I saw a video game. 
on the TV and it just like completely blew my whole mind that you could control what was going on on there. Because I was like four anyway. I wasn't very old and I was just like, I thought TV was crazy. And then. Do you remember what it was? Tetris. Oh, Tetris. Oh, so you saw Tetris like the commercials? I saw, or? So no, I saw. Yeah. We we my went with my mom to her friend's house, and she had kids, and they were sitting there playing Tetris. Dude, I muted my phone. I want to just say that right now, and it just keeps making noise. Let's throw it. Throw it. There's a wall over there. Yeah, throw it at the wall. So Tetris. Yeah, and then and then my mom ended up getting a. I think she was pretty blown away by that too at the around the same time. And then pretty shortly after that Christmas we got uh Nintendo uh, NES. And then we had of course Mario 3 and Duck Hunt and all the all the basic games, you know what I mean? Yep, the beginning. Mm-hmm. So and Duck Hunt. I, I, I want dog. I want you guys to to experience something. So I collect sounds. So I want to make a sound that's going to trigger something for you. So I need you to okay. close your eyes so I can play this sound so it's a surprise to you so you can react. Mm. All right. I'll play right. along. It'll be worth it. All right. Okay. That was me. That's all right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the control. Yeah, that the light gun. That. The light gun. From- the original yeah. Nintendo yeah. Duck Hunt game. Yep. Zapper. Damn. I would shoot yeah. the dog. Dude, that thing still dog looks can cool. Go to hell. That thing still looks cool. Look at it. Yeah, I'd shoot yeah, that. that was... I'd shoot that dickheaded dog. Be like, "Fuck you, dog." <laughs> well, my not, beginning. It's not amazing. like a cheesy ass looking gun either. It looks dope. And no, they made another one that was like... orange too. Afterwards, that they made it like you know hunter safety orange. Afterwards, that's yeah, I, I have that. two of those. Yeah. What's amazing is like you have like the NES controller sitting here, and then you have that gun, and like. All of the old school shit was built to last. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's one thing that I do miss about like retro gaming is like it was built to last and you didn't have to worry about it. Like, mm-hmm. do you have any idea how many controllers I've broken? A lot. Do you know how many of them were Nintendo products? Zero. Yeah. None. Yeah. So the one thing that I did notice yeah. about these, just dragging them out for taking photos and little props here, was the wires. The mess of wires and tangle rats nest of all the different controllers oh, yeah. that kind of, you know, came about. And now, now it's all wireless. Yeah. Basically Bluetooth. Well, and you, you think about it. I mean, like with these um, original NES controllers made in Japan, that should say right there why this will last forever. Yeah, it doesn't say China on it. Oh, dude. And I like China. tried, China. To, break, I tried to break a bunch of those controllers, you know. Because, you know, you, as a kid, I would, like, throw it down. or I was real... Spill soda in it, it's fucked. But other than that... Yeah, it, it takes a lot get to... Gum break. up the circuit, you know, that's that's about the only time I've seen or somebody who was really hucked it all the time. All right, so... so hold on, we, I want to so sidetrack for a second story. before... Oh, yeah, Bill, next. Then, so, I'll, then I'll sidetrack us. Um, Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt was my... Beginning. I, I'm I'm sure I played Pitfall originally before at a friend's house, but the one that got me in, you've seen those pictures of the two, the boy and the girl, knees with the TV right in front of them. That was my youth. That was me and my sister Christmas when you know that Nintendo system came out, and that's what got me started. 
Yep, and yep. it's a great place to start. It was really that, I mean, a, a new era, really, for gaming as a whole. While we're speaking about the NES, have uh, any of you guys, do you remember the game Bubble Bobble? Uh, yeah, Since I know of it, yeah. Never played it. It was it had the it. two little dinosaurs, and they, like, blew bubbles out of there. It was like a puzzle game, and I beat that entire game even as a kid like i that's one of the games and that's like the first one on my legit list yeah is like that game to completely sucked me in on the nes when i was just a kid until i complete i beat the entire and it was hard as fuck like that's the first really fucking hard game that i actually completed to the very end yeah nes hard is a thing and i'll say one game that blew my mind for the wrong reasons on the nes that i um i sympathize with angry video game nerd because we both had this experience was um dr jekyll and mr hyde had that game as a kid and i wanted to like it but that game is a piece of shit it's uh, there's so many games like that on the i NES. know there's so many shit games Bester's quest i own that too um back to the like future that one, but there's only you could only get so far i think that, that yeah fucking ninja turtles game the original a, one fuck that game yeah, that game was so hard <laughs> dude i never beat that no. 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 Uh, who, okay. So I, I knew to, somebody who almost to the did water level uh, towards the water the, I ones. Think, yeah, I think it's yeah. towards the end, like you're swimming around with like the jellyfish and shit. Oh my god. Yeah. I knew somebody who did, but he had to get the like the cheat book and follow it to the letter. But then that water one was like the one that everyone yeah. died on. Yeah. NES Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles spawning suicidal thoughts in children everywhere. Especially after the arcade one was so uh, epic. I think. Yeah. I don't remember the arcade one. It was basically TMNT 2. Oh. Did you guys ever play the Terminator game on the NES? No. no. Sounds I, remember, I remember seeing it. I remember we rented it when I was a kid. And you can't save on the NES. Yeah. So like going to town on this game, played it like all day and didn't want to lose my progress. So I left it on overnight and I woke like, up the next day and the game was locked up. I was so pissed. Oh. <laughs> I, was fucking mad. I just remembered Friday the 13th. Oh, you remember play that one? I didn't play it, but I've seen the Anger Video Game Nerd episode on it, you know, and yeah. Is that another shit one? I, 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 I you just played it on and on. I don't think you'd ever really. You could. You would, you would never get too far in it, and then you're like, "All right, fuck this." Yeah. And then you did, and it it put a different game in. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, for games that I look on back then, I played a ton of would be like Contra, for example. I love yeah, Contra. Contra was great. Contra's great. Up, up, down, down. Yep. Left, left, right, right. ABA. Okay, start. so let's talk about Mario 3. When's the first time you guys beat the entire game? I played the fifth. You never have beaten it? I've never finished it. Oh, I never have right. either. Really? I can speed that game almost. Really? Almost. If I, I'd have to be. I, I remember somebody told me once that if you beat it 50 times in a row, you would get the Tanuki suit. You know, because if you beat it all the way through, you get like four rows of the P wing. Mm -hmm. How would that be possible? Like you can't save. You know, what it I mean? was bullshit. <laughs> like, I beat it fifty times in a row, yeah. and it didn't do anything. You still got just four rows of P wings. It's yeah. not about the. So now I now that's like you know super easy 
So that's the part of video games I miss is back in the day before the internet was what it became, you know, you had rumors in video games like that, that, you know, people would pass uh, along like, hey, man, Yoshi's on top of the castle in Super Mario 64. And you're like, no way, you know, and then you'd have to go up there and find out. And or when you there were actually breaks in the game and you could. Or, yeah, or, yeah. or when there were Easter eggs. Yeah. Like yeah, uh, when you there still are. And there are some in a lot of the games that I have on my list. Oh, yeah, but it's just that that kind of, you know, as kids talking about shit you've seen or shit you heard someone else had seen, you know, you don't really get that as much anymore because you can just find stuff like that on YouTube. It's kind of lost its charm. Yeah, you can't. I mean, yeah, you can totally just go see somebody else do it Mm -hmm. instead of doing it yourself. Yeah, I, I've seen that play out in real time with a singular game. Like I've been playing World of Warcraft for fifteen years. Oh yeah. Like I remember in the beginning, like I didn't know about any of the websites or anything. So like you're just fucking around trying to figure out what the hell you're doing the whole time. Like I spent hours in the auction house looking at things that I thought I needed, and slowly over time, it's gotten to the point now where like if I get stuck on a quest for more than like ten seconds, I'm like, all right, fucking wow, show me how to do this. I'm tired yep. of it. Yeah. Yeah, like I try it, to pretty bad. give it a you know good college try before I... Right, yeah, 10, 15 seconds. Yeah, I, mean, I, you were I real... usually wait a little bit longer till I'm about ready to walk away, but... But that's like yeah. the different style of games. Like the, the, It's just the nature of that inability to save and then the way they had to make games around that mm-hmm. is yeah. like that. Even just... It... just Go over and over and over and over and over and over until you get a good run and you finally uh, complete the game or you get a little further this time and you got to start all the way over. And it's like that. Those games had an incredible amount of replayability compared to like shit. Now, I'm, there's like games now they have replayability, but for different reasons. You're yeah. not like banging your head into that same wall. Over and over again, that which we loved doing when well, we. I mean, were if that's still your jam, they have like. You could totally do that. Still, yeah, they yeah. still have all like the Souls-like games, man. Like, yeah. Well, not only that, but games like Cuphead or. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say too, Nintendo were marketing geniuses because they're right around time they're releasing like Legend of Zelda and shit like that. They're like, hey, here's Nintendo Power. Here's some guides. Yes. Here's some apps. So that, the magazine. Yeah. 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 And like hey, VHS and, and everything else too, and I'm sure and merchandising. Yeah, you know, like they made a lot out. of once money it, once Dude, it started mag- getting popular. That magazine was great, cartoon. Though. There was a comic book, Mario Brothers Three. Uh huh. I, I I'm not surprised, really. You know, <laughs> it came up on uh, one of the watch lists recently. That's why I, I took I took note of it. Okay, let's move on to our next system. Or next pick? Who? Right. Well, let's do it by system, right? So what's like? Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna what have some variants. Ne- we can try. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what was your next? See, my pro- I have a problem, but I'll go. I'll wait for my turn. Sorry. Go. Well, for me, I started with the the original NES, and then I didn't play anything probably until the Nintendo the um, GameCube. I, that, okay, so that's what I'm saying. So when, like when my round two, you just hit. Yeah. So that you that just hit the GameCube. All right, if that's okay. Actually, my, we, my pick works we, that way too. So, because my next system would have been that I played heavy would have been the Sega. 
Oh yeah. Did you guys play Sega? I a lot? did play Sega yeah, too. I, Sonic. Yeah, I played a good bit. That and the Mortal Super Kombat. Like that, yeah, that generation Mortal, I played. See, there you go. Mortal okay. Kombat. I played. Yeah, I guess a I know a little bit more. Okay, and that's on my list. Mortal Kombat Three, the Ultimate Edition, and it had like thirty characters on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played the fuck out of that game. I even took and made a notebook and like wrote every character's move list out. And like all their fatalities and everything in in this book. Like and then I did the same thing with Tekken later. <laughs> Tekken three. I used a bunch of my mom's printer ink and printed off like the entire strat guide for Tekken <laughs> <laughs> and like put it all on this binder and shit. <laughs> but yeah, so the Sega I played What's this? So that, that's yeah, a Mario Super 3 Mario comic. 3 comic. Oh. And it's selling for, I mean, it's a good $100 book to, to, to 500, you know, graded yeah. thousands. Yeah. So it's, it's got some, I mean, just I just note that how much var- legacy that game has. So this has. is a variant cover. Oh, Valiant. Never mind. Yeah, it's just a screenshot, so it's kind of. That's pretty cool. But. All right, so. So you're Sega. You were talking Sega. But a big a game a game that I played a fucking shitload. It's one of those side scroller like arcade style, like those Ninja Turtles games and oh, right. uh, uh, the beat 'em up games. And it was Captain America and the Avengers. I mm. played that game. I cannot even tell you how many times through over and over and over, and I always got to the end. Mm-hmm. It got to the point to where I knew if I took damage at a certain point that I should just start over. Yeah. Because I shouldn't take damage until like halfway through the game at the very least. Because I need every single life to try to fight the Red Skull at the end and I never, never beat him. Ever. Mm -hmm. And I played that game through hundreds of times for a couple years. That's crazy. I would just put it in and like Go go to town on that game. I even downloaded an emulator on my computer and played it for a while as an adult, and I did the same thing. Mm. I would get the <laughs> same. I I got good enough to get to the end, and I just could never, never beat him. Yeah, maybe they did that on purpose so you keep trying. <laughs> Replay it, value. It was a fucking great game when you had to feed quarters. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. It was a really great game. I loved that game big time, and that that one's definitely on the list. Next, Ted. I played the fuck out of I'm the Sonic games, like beer. Sonic Two and Sonic and Knuckles in particular. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, before I get a beer. Yeah. Yeah. The, so I had the Sonic and Knuckle cartridge. Oh yeah, that show with was it awesome. flipped open, and then you plugged mm-hmm. Sonic Two into the top, and then you could play Sonic it, Two as it, Knuckles. As Knuckles, yeah. Yeah, it was super dope. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you'd have this big old floppy. Two cartridges out of the top of your system, yeah, stacked on each other. Oh yeah. Speaking of of technology going awry in my bag of tricks, oh shit, the Nintendo sixty four, the mullet of controllers, yeah, party in the back. What the fuck is going on everywhere else? I got Rumble. Oh, is that for Game Boy games? I don't even know yeah, what this Game attachment. I think yeah. that's so, the memory card. No, it's that's a Nintendo for... 64 transfer pack. Oh yeah, that would be transferring. I want to say to like gold and silver would have been. I think the Pokemon games of that time. So yeah, no, I've never. I, this guys... I picked this up hand me down from somebody else. So I don't. I've never even played these games. 
I played a little bit of like Mario Kart with the the sixty four. Maybe, maybe but... that's so you could play uh, Pokemon on the TV, or play your it's sixty four uh... games or your Game Boy games. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm I not. Did any of you guys get the memory expansion card for the N sixty four? The little red thing that went in the front. As a kid, I mean, no. As an adult, it's in mine now. Yeah, I got it when I was a kid, and I remember being like, "I'm disappointed." <laughs> that didn't change shit. It made Majora or not? Yeah, Majora's Mask playable, and Donkey Kong uh, Country sixty four. It's like fucking blue. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't play a lot of those ones though. Like, I, I'm, you guys can beat me up later, but I didn't play Zelda hardly at all growing up. Same. See, like, I, I, that, just, like, I started I on that. that. Loved it, but and Zelda see. one and two. I've played. I can beat uh, for of uh, the original first and second quest. I've beaten both. Actually, I don't know if I actually beat Ganon on the second quest, but I got to him for sure. Um, mm. And I, I know. Well, like at this point in time, just like you've, that, I know where to burn to get the thousand ruples. I know where to get all of the items. So within, like right now, if I played it within a half hour, I have the blue ring and the magic sword, and I've already beaten the first two. Like I already have almost most of my hearts, and I'm just now getting to the labyrinths, and I can just slay. Yeah. My buddy Tavis, I've watched him uh, speed run A Link to the Past multiple times, and he can do it. And I want to say about two hours and 40 minutes, give or take. So it's it's fun to watch. Yeah. I, I never got into, like, the speed running shit, like, which kind of blows my mind because I like being competitive, and that's a great way to be competitive in a single-player game. Mm-hmm. I just never got into it. Did you ever play the remix, like the Nintendo remix? Mm-mm. So uh, I think it was, I had it for the Wii U or the Wii, but they kind of hacked old games and you had to play them. And one of them was like playing, like you have to beat the, like one of the Mario levels and you were always running fast the whole time. Like that's locked into the code. So you're always running or it would be like you'd drop in and you'd be, you're playing Zelda in Mario level one, two, or, I mean, it would just mash up the codes and the games together. That's and there are short mini never, games. Yeah, I never played that. No, I never did either. That's badass. So it's pretty. It's a fun little game. It was what I didn't like. It was all kind of random. So if you found a game you liked, you may never find it again. Or I mean, I didn't play it long enough to kind of figure out the the method behind the madness, the pattern. Yeah. yeah. Oh, back on the the Sega Genesis, that was actually the console that I broke my first controller. There's actually <laughs> memories. Yeah, there's actually two. Uh, violent memories on the Sega Genesis. The first one. <laughs> oh, we was, got a great like, story, by the way, here for this episode about Ted. Yeah, that's what I'm getting to. No. Oh, I'm talking about the 360 incident. Oh yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> so it's coming. The, the incident. Yeah. No, the 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 Sega Genesis controller. I had one with a joystick and six buttons. So like A B C. XYZ buttons mm-hmm. and then like yeah like turbo and all kinds of shit and I was playing the hell out of this Ninja Turtles fighting game like I loved it and I was playing it and I wasn't even like getting angry like it just moving the stick too hard and broke the stick but I loved the controller so much I was playing on that thing with just the nub you're playing on the nub and joystick was and I was getting my ass kicked one day and my little brother um I, I don't remember how old we are how old we were but like He's sitting behind me talking a bunch of shit the whole time. Like every time I lose, he's just got to run his mouth. And I finally got pissed off and like yanked the controller cable out of the out of the console and whipped him across the face with it. And he still has a scar under his eye from where he took a Sega Genesis plug in to the face. <laughs> Sega wounds. Yeah. 
Yeah. So Sega that's, does that's my... with Nintendo, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh for the most part though, like I didn't play a ton of Sega Genesis. Like I had one forever, but it was all like Sonic and that Ninja Turtles fighting game. Mm. A little bit of Echo the Dolphin. Oh yeah. Like that game was fun just to mess around on, like see how high you could jump out of the water and shit. Like I never beat it. I just played around like the first three levels a bunch. So yeah. what I remember at Sega is my friends had it and it wasn't the games we were playing at the same time because we were always listening to music. So it's like a lot of that music that we played during in that stinky ass basement with three teenage boys is like the foundation to my core, like Fugazi or Helmet or a lot of the Melvins and a lot of these indie bands at the time. That's where I was hurting them while playing Sonic, while playing Mortal Kombat or watching my friends play. So right. I remember the music more than those games themselves. I just that just dawned on me, and I. But yeah, well, again, those you know those games are associated with something that's very formative for you. Okay, cola. Yeah, I was gonna say now my I didn't own a Sega when I was a kid, but my sister had a best friend who did, and I remember playing Lion King, going "fuck, this game is hard," and then playing uh, Sonic One and Two mostly. That's what I I've played a lot more on Sega since as an adult, but as a kid, that was about the extent of my experience. Do you it's, know if that Lion King game was on? Uh, on Super Sega. Nintendo? It was. It was, it was on, on both. both. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I played that on Super Nintendo, and that game was hard as hell. Yeah. That's another one that I played a lot of. <clears throat> never got to the end of that one either. Oh, yeah. I got to the end. I just never beat it. Like, I'm pretty sure I got... I don't know if I ever got to like at the final showdown with Scar, but like towards the end where you're coming back through all the hyenas and shit. Yeah. Yeah, that game's brutal. Yeah. I don't even think I ever made it there. that far. I never did. Yeah, the early levels were super it's fun. It's not like, a bad game. The like the, it's a good game. Yeah, yeah. That's that's platformers in general are good. It games, was a nice man. smooth. Yeah. Uh, it, the playthrough was pretty smooth as far as I remember. There's yeah. not enough good platformers out now. I think. Yeah, Ooh, there's some a indie lot ones. Of them. There's a lot of them. Have you played Ori in the Blind Forest or Ori in the Will of the Wisps? No, I watched my or, buddy Jack play him. Or Shit. Cuphead. So good. Cuphead is an amazing game. Yeah, I've heard it is. I haven't played it yet, but it's great. We should play through it on. Uh, I think you can it's play it online. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, fuck it. We'll it's play it. and basically they added, uh, like some levels to it. But originally the game was just boss battles. Like they they were really into like really intense, like those Contra style big mm-hmm. huge boss and a lot of action happening and you're dodging the the waves of whatever that the boss sends out and yeah it's it's like you have a boss battle it's like five ten minutes long and yeah yeah and so that's what that game is is it really intense boss battles it's a fun game yeah we'll have to check it out and and they and they hand drew every piece of that game well i mean on paper Oh yeah, all their keyframes and all that to animate on, it on paper, and then like scanned it in, or at least that's how they started doing it. Maybe they, as as they were developing the game, I watched something about it. Yeah, it's a beautiful looking game. It it's has the look game. down. Yes, yeah, it reminds me of some like '30s Mickey Mouse shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. it's supposed to. Or right? Felix the Cat, you know, with the yeah. finger gun. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I, Felix I had a finger gun? No, I'm saying that if he did, that'd be pretty much the game, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, well, you'll now have to co-op our way through that shit, Cliffy. Yeah. It'd be a fun, fun one. Who's up next? 
Scott, did you, you I think we wrapped up Genesis. Yeah. Sega Genesis. So what mm-hmm. came Super actually Nin- before Super Nintendo was the same time frame. We kind of glossed over that. I didn't have a Super Nintendo, so I'm out. Well, of that. Super Mario Brothers. Was Super it? Mario World. Super Mario World, thank you. Yep. That was a great one. And Super I Mario All-Stars for all the old games remastered, including the the real uh, Super Mario 2 that was so brutal that they gave us Doki Doki Panic reskinned for Mario 2 in the West here. You know, it's funny is how much people trash talk the version of Mario 2 that we got. Yeah. They're like, ah, oh, it's garbage. Like, I fucking loved that it's game. It's a great game. I didn't like it. I had a blast. I mean, yeah, I, because I, it wasn't Mario. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. Yeah. I think I actually probably would have appreciated it more or appreciated more than I know that it wasn't now. Yeah. You know, and they add some context to the game. Well, yeah. And like, if you look at like Mario 1, then Mario 2, and then Mario 3, you're like, who the hell was smoking what when they made that game? Like, if you didn't know that it was a different game reskinned, you'd be like, who the fuck? Yeah. Made this. Yeah, it's one of those. As a kid, I mostly played Mario 1 and 3. I usually skipped 2 most for the most part as a kid. Yeah, I played I played 2. So I played Mario, the original Super Mario, probably the most. Yeah. And then Mario 2. But I, I don't know. It's kind of tough. 2 and 3, I, both, I played both of those a lot. But I never got past World 8 on 3. What about Mike Tyson's Punch-Out? Nope. Nope. Did you ever? I actually owned the Power Glove at one oh, point. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. So I just want to mention that as far as that was technology before it was ready or an idea that the technology wasn't there for now. Like the Wii was what they were imagining that to be. And it worked for uh, Mike Tyson's punch out, but that was about it. Yeah, there was. I mean, there was a lot of codes to do a lot of different things, but it was awkward and it was very difficult to use. But what I think is interesting, just like when we start talking about games in general, originally these were something for kids for entertainment. Now the gaming industry drives technology, drives the computers to be better and faster and more powerful, especially as far as VR is just how much things have changed as just with, is from the technology uh, point of view alone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even with AI technology, because they're using AI to do real time ray tracing now to give more impressive light and more accurate lighting. So even your AI tech is improving because of gaming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think AI is probably most prevalent right now in um, like uh, virtual upscaling, Mm, basically taking like a 1080 signal and turning it into 4K. And like they did a bunch of demos on, was it The Last of Us? Yeah, that, they um, they did something with it just recently for a remaster, didn't they? Well, yeah. So they yeah. wait a minute. What was that game with the dude that goes to space? That was a PlayStation exclusive. Was that the that wasn't the Last of Us? No, um, I'm not sure. The one that I that I'm most familiar with, where they used AI to upscale the textures and the look, is the Mass Effect Legendary Edition that released. Was it last year? I want to say. And so we'll get to Mass Effect for, uh, for, uh, for games that blew my mind. But yeah, they used AI to not only raise the resolution, but to improve. They went in and improved the textures of the game as well. Yeah. So let's, let's step back. What's the next console that was memorable? PlayStation. Yeah, PS1. PlayStation yeah. would be next in line for me. That PS1 was one and N64. Right remember I got yeah. that yeah. for Christmas one year and uh, came with Resident Evil and... Um, I pretty quickly went and got Tekken 3. Nice. Uh, Tekken 3 is another big one for me. I played a fucking shitload of that one. 
to the point to where me and Ted played pretty recent. Which one was it? Tekken 7? Yeah, I think it's 7. And uh, we got pretty into that for a while. And um, But back in the day, I, I prided myself on taking the most complicated characters and trying to master them. So like King or oh, Yoshimitsu yeah. or, uh, yeah. you know, I would uh, uh, lay Wulong, the cop with the Kung Fu, and he had the different stances so you could switch stances in the middle of your fight. And I loved that game for the complexity of, like, because Mortal Kombat was cool, mm-hmm. right? But it's different from Tekken in the way that it's so much more fluid in Tekken. Like, and you can flow from one move to the next and string together these insane, like you can totally butt mash or you can flow together these insane combos that, or like with King, you could string together his slams and like do a, like grab them in the beginning of the fight and string slams together until they're completely dead and they can't, uh, do anything about it in the newer game you have a chance to escape it and mm. shit i don't remember if you could in the older one a lot of the time i was playing against the computer because yeah there was no online and like nobody wanted yeah. to play tekken with me because they would just destroy them yeah like you want to play and then i'd smoke them fucking 20 times in a row and then wonder why they didn't want to play with me <laughs> Yeah, like drop your controller in the middle of it or something. Oh, fuck. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah if you play... Uh, so when I played Mortal Kombat, I played it on the Super Nintendo. So instead of blood, you get the gray sweat or whatever. You know what I mean? Because Nintendo was concerned about the violence and all that. But when you play that today, it's amazing how stiff the controls really are. It's not a fluid game. No, like to me, the difference between Mortal Kombat and Tekken, even in the early days was like Tekken was the technical fighter. Like that one was about learning the move list and learning your timings. And like when we were playing that new one recently, like when I was looking up like how to play specific characters, like some of the pros were like crazy where they're talking about how many frames a move takes and when you can interrupt it with the next move and on the defensive side, like exactly what frame Mm. that you're hitting that on. I was like, Jesus Christ. Mortal Kombat was all about beating the shit out of your friend and then doing cool shit with his body when he was about dead. That was my favorite type of game at that point of time. Like, for a long time, fighting games were, like, my bread and butter. I loved them. Um, And I would go to the arcade, and I would play against people, and I just, that was my go-to when it came to video games. That and, like, Gran Turismo... So many games on the PlayStation, like, there's too many to even list in this one episode, but just, like, you could run it down as far as games that I played on. Because at that time, they were really pushed, like, anybody that had the money could put something on PlayStation. Like, if you had a Nintendo system, only Nintendo could put games out, so it was little felt like it was a little more open, which brought in a lot more crap and also brought in a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I for me, it started with, like, the Tony Hawk games. Oh, yeah. One. That is, like... Not my favorite, one of my favorite, to- as far as my top three. Good was the, pick. Was the first Tony Hawk on PS1? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah. I think I it said, and I was just, and it said PS2 was on, uh, Tony Hawk 2 was on there as well. Yeah. I got that. I remember that one because I had to get the, the network expansion thing for my PS2 to play Tony Hawk online on some dial up. 
nice. <laughs> Fucking old school. But yeah, yeah so I remember Final the Fantasy Nine is on here. Final Fantasy Tactics. Yep. Again, so, so many. Yeah, so we started talking about the PlayStation shit, and I kind of need to backtrack. Um, I was going to say, for me, the late 90s would be a four-way split between uh, some PC games. Obviously, you got your N64 and PS1, but then uh, Game Boy Color, or just, yeah, you know, I played a lot of shit on that, too, so. Yeah, we skipped over all the portables. Yeah, exactly. I never played a lot of portables, so I just didn't really notice it. Like, I had a Game Boy, and then, like, when Cluffy and I worked together doing the telemarketing shit, like, we both had the Game Boy Advance SP. And played the hell out of that, but like uh, outside of those, like yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh. We played a Yu-Gi-Oh that Dragon game Ball, there. that Dragon Ball RPG. That game was super dope. I just farted. Early, yeah, sure did. <laughs> anyway, so backtracking to the Sega Genesis for me, I f- totally whiffed a game that I used to play over at my friend's house. Like we'd have sleepovers at his house, and we play this game until like three o'clock in the morning. It was NFL Football '94 on the Sega Genesis. Like, we got, um, like, we would take turns. 94. Right, yeah. So it was like we were taking turns, but um, I would play defense and he would play offense and he'd never get to play because what would happen is I'd push them into a punt and then they would punt it and I would return it for a touchdown almost every time. So we had to get to the point where we were just kind of trading off after a little while, but, like, there was, like, a bug where, like, if you're using the spin move up the sideline, the right sideline, like you could just spin along the sideline and nobody could ever tackle you. So you just return touchdown after touchdown. That's funny. Yeah. So playing like, you know, like five or seven minute quarters, get a score of like 130 in a game. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah. So moving forward to the PS1, probably the game that I played the most is actually one of the early Madden games, mm. which is, if you guys know me at all, surprising because I haven't been interested in football since like around that time. <laughs> Since playing the Madden 96. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, whatever the hell it was. It was Madden. Uh, every year they the came out was with like one, Madden right? 2000, I think, was the first one that I remember playing. Or 98, maybe. I don't remember. But it was like, yeah, I played a couple of them. Mm. Like my brother and I would play a bunch. It was good fun. And then look Crash Bandicoot. Played the hell out of that on the PlayStation as well. I think actually my the worst controlling game I ever played was PlayStation One, if I'm not mistaken, the Vampire Hunter D. Oh God, yeah. Huh. Hey, that's an alright game. It wasn't like the story like the was cool, but ever. like the controls were so shit. Yeah, Castlevania well, was much better. Think about the original Resident Evil. I mean, compared to like games now, that's really clunky and mm-hmm. would be hard to play, but. The game was so great. I it was one of my very favorite games on the PlayStation. Hold on, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a a gesture, and you guys have to name the game. You ready? Oh, Laura Croft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill just rolls his eyes. Oh, okay. Uh, that was PS One, right? First, yep. the first, oh, the first by the way, later. Madden NFL. Uh, first game was made in 1993. So, and then I wonder, did they do it every year after that? Pretty much. And they pretty much have since. Yeah. Because they would update the football teams and yeah, ripping people off for almost 30 years. Yep. I played, I had a college game that, or no. What the fuck was that yeah, game? NCAA it, football? No, it wasn't the college one. It was an NFL one because you could play. And you know what was funny is like the Jaguars were like a new team. 
Yeah, I oh, remember that. Yeah. It's like the, they were like the – that's when they were like – there was a couple teams on the there Titans. that are – Yeah, they were like the brand one. new at the time, so they were like special. Yep. You had to like unlock them. There was that like, competing uh, company. I with smashed. I, it wasn't Madden though. It was a different. Right. Yeah. It was the competing. It was like the two K sports. NFL two yeah, K. Yeah. NFL football, whatever the fuck. And um, I had a perfect fucking season, and I was playing the Lions in the Super Bowl, and I was like, past halftime, we're in like the fourth quarter. And all of a sudden, the game kicked into fucking horseshit mode, and it started throwing Hail Marys and pulling out touchdowns and sacking me and fucking making me fumble and picking <laughs> it up. And, like, it fucking enraged Dude, me. I Hold wish on. I was there for that. It enraged me to the fucking <clears throat> point that I fucking pulled the, the – I ripped the cartridge out of the shit, and I smashed it on the – we had, like, a hard, like, concrete floor in my basement. And I fucking, like, smashed it. And then instantly, like, regretted it. Because I was like, oh, I can't play it now. <laughs> yeah, I wish I'd have been there for that. That'd been fun to uh, see. That was far before we ever met. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I know. I'm just saying, like, I wish I'd have been there for it. Get a well, time machine. we have a great story. We're getting there. Yeah, it's almost there. I'm almost, it's almost time to tell Ted. Two generations to go. Ted's fucking story of flipping the fuck out on a game. So what was the ne- so what was the next generation? We have PS2, we have GameCube and Xbox. Yeah, GameCube, Xbox, Dreamcast. As oh, we well. missed. Yeah, Dream- was Dream? No, yeah, yeah. yeah Dreamcast, Dreamcast actually kicked it off in '99, um, and then uh, PS2 came after. So I never got to play a Dreamcast much. Like I heard everybody rave about it, but from what I heard, it was just kind of ahead of its time and failed because of it. Pretty much. I played it. Uh, I played Sonic Adventure for the first time on a Dreamcast that a buddy of mine had. And I loved, I mean, I still love Sonic Adventure, although that game is buggy as fuck at some points. It, I swear it tries to screw me over. But yeah, the Dreamcast lasted, I want to say, 18 months in America, and then it was dead. Yeah, so we had, we had a friend. We'd go over to his house and drink before it was legal, and he had a Dreamcast. And he was playing the shit out of Crazy Taxi all the time. Mm. It's the game that I remember seeing the most on the Dreamcast. I played the Dreamcast when they had it set up at Walmart and shit. I played uh, Virtual Fighter on there. What's that uh, boxing game they had? With the dude with the afro. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, What is it called? Right, like rough and tumble boxing or something like that, uh, or no? That you're you're close. I'm to close it. to it. I know. Yeah, I know. It's ready so, to rumble. Ready to rumble. Yeah, that's what I knew. I was. And they made a few of those games. It was a, you know, let's talk about how, how crazy ahead of its time the Dreamcast was. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I don't have a lot of experience with it, so like I've heard it's ahead of its time, but because, I don't know why. It's because it didn't sell. Yeah, I would say if because there was what just people weren't ready for like online gaming on a console, like yeah, that. and like yeah, StarCraft Online and shit like that. I was gonna say probably one of the most ambitious games for it was I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, it's called Shenmue, where it's um was one of the first. I mean, it's it's a weird. It's almost kind of like slice of life meets Hong Kong Revenge Story, which is a, a weird juxtaposition, I know, but um. 
it was very uh, one of the very first open world, kind of like what Grand Theft Auto would become. And you could go and buy like a Pepsi at the uh, vending machine, and like you had a watch, and people had schedules, and you know shops would open and close and shit like that. It was very ambitious, and I want to say it came out in two thousand or something like that. So. That's crazy. Yeah, that, that game series has like this crazy cult following at this point, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Like they, yeah. I think they're up to what, like Shenmue 5? Uh, three, I want to say. They had three come out on the PS4, I want to say. Because Shenmue 2, they eventually released that on the Xbox, but the Dreamcast died before they released it in America, so they didn't bother. So they had it in Japan on the Dreamcast. Hmm. So it wasn't also at this time with the PS2 that it actually came with a DVD player. Yeah. yeah, the PS2 had a DVD player. Yeah, so that was you an. Could, in- you could buy one. It didn't come with one. No, it had a DVD player in it. That was the only. One, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That no, was the, the X- cheapest DVD player on the market, right there. It's like, hey, play games and movies, and that's why it sold so many. Well, I think the Xbox you could play. No, you could only play CDs in it. You could play mm-hmm. DVDs, but what you had to do, and Microsoft fucked up hard on this. You had a controller with a little dongle that went into the cartridge uh, or, or in the uh, controller slot, and you could only unlock DVD playback if you bought that for, like, 30 bucks. Oh, yeah, That's I remember fuck. that, that weird black thing had, like, the little dome on the front. Yeah, yeah, that. exactly, yeah. that. So you could only do it, if uh, play a DVD, if you paid 30 extra dollars. Or shit. Well, yeah, but, I mean, that's kind of... Yeah, that's Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, I remember, like, skipping ahead, just some slight foreshadowing. The other thing that Microsoft fucked up on pretty good was on the, the 360 versus PS3 generation. They couldn't decide on a disc format when they went into mm-hmm. production. So, it came with a DVD player, and then they sold separately an HD DVD player that you could buy that a- attached to it via USB, I think it was. Yeah. But it was a separate purchase, whereas the PS3 came with the Blu ray player garbage but yeah it came with a blu-ray player yeah well and um i was gonna say it bit microsoft in the ass later that generation because i'm trying to think of discs or like um games that came out on multiple discs i know la noir did trying to remember what else did but yeah you started having multiple discs for that content because you can do like eight and a half gigs on a dvd for storage space but on a blu-ray you can do like 50 there was a game on the PS2, I'm pretty sure. It had to be PS2 because it was online. It was uh, Final Fantasy Eleven online. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that one was multiple discs, and that one was for the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. But that one, like, I, I picked it up. I was super excited. I'd never played an MMO before. I heard great things. I went to the GameStop in town, bought it, took it home, took forever to install it, played it for 10 minutes, and was like, delete, and tried to return it. They're like, sorry, you can't return that game. Well, fuck you too, GameStop. Mm-hmm. But it had like a PC-style CD key that you had to activate the game. And yeah. Once it had been used, it was hosed. Yeah, but during that generation, I played GameCube mostly um, yeah. with PS2 in close second, I would say, because the original Xbox, I played it, but I didn't own it. And honestly, you had so many games on PlayStation 2 and so much content, I just didn't feel like wasting the extra money for it. You know, I mean, yeah, it looked better, but... Well, since you're coming around to the GameCube, like, like talk about one of the greatest systems ever. I was just going to say the same thing. Is It's underrated. 
I think I don't think it's underrated. I think a lot of people appreciate it. The library of games that are, it's widely considered one of the greatest systems ever. Oh yeah, Metroid it's, Prime. It, it has yeah. one of it has other than like the pro style controller which is ba- the basic like controller design that we all agree is the best at this point. Like all controllers are basically the same now. Yeah. But the GameCube controller was like the beginnings of that. Like if you really look at it and the way it's designed, it's a lot of that. And so was like the what uh uh the Dual Shock, like you know the PlayStations, those were yeah, the, uh, the beginnings of that. Yeah, right. So Yeah. But the GameCube had such a vast library of games, a great controller, the system was cool as fuck too, mm-hmm. and ran great. It never ate shit, as far as I know. I, I'd never heard of a, a GameCube dying. No, they they were built like tanks. And uh, the interesting thing about the GameCube is, it was the first console, to my knowledge, that had a factory like from Nintendo made wireless controller with the WaveBird controllers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the first. Because I mean, you first could time get, I ever had one, but yeah, yeah. Because I think before that, you might have gotten shitty like infrared ones from like Mad Cats or some shit, like on the yeah. PS One or something. But I'm pretty sure the WaveBird was the first official wireless controller. Huh. interesting. Yeah, that I didn't know. And it had four ports on it too, so you could play with four. And like Mario Kart became. And Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers. I adore Smash Brothers Melee. I've put a ton of time in that game. It's fun. <laughs> Worst about, game of I have all time. Smash Brothers for uh, this this system. Worst game of all time also was on the GameCube. What? Mario Party. Well, fuck you. That, that game like, can burn in Ted hell. Ted hates it only because he always loses. Yes, I, every I single don't like it. Time. I'll play it just to join in. Like That's football where I or whatever, I'll watch it if everyone else is. But if it was my choice, I could give a fuck less about it. I was going to say, yeah. don't play Chelsea. Yes. She always wins in Mario Party. She always wins. Yeah, they Always. I'm not – dude, I have seen her come back where I'm, like, sitting at four stars. I'm like, fuck, yeah, I got her. And then she's like, pulls five stars out of her ass right at the end. And I'm like, can't, can't win. Yeah, that game can go to hell. <laughs> like, it's got a what, special what? – like twelfth level of hell in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple games on the GameCube that stood out to me. Uh, one, Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. Yep, incredible, incredible, incredible game, and it's so hard to find uh, elsewhere. The only place I can find to play it is on the GameCube. Yeah, I and remember watching you like play you the hell out of get, that. You can't get it on. The Switch, which is a fucking crying shame. Like, it is an amazing game. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I feel like graphically, that game would hold up fine. Oh, it's gorgeous. It was gorgeous back then. Yeah. But that's always been a Nintendo standard, is like beautiful games. I was going to say, um, it's interesting to compare. If you ever get bored, so look at Metroid Prime 1 and Prime 2 Echoes and compare it to Halo. And because of its art style, it looked gorgeous to this day. It's a clean looking game. And the soundtrack to those games is fucking awesome. I love it. Well, Metro- speaking of Metroid, uh, going back a little ways, I played a fuckload of my Game Boy, my original Game Boy. Mm-hmm. One of the games I played an assload of was Metroid 2. Yeah, That game was only released on the Xbox. Or uh, the Game Boy. Uh, first game was on the NES. 
Second game was only released on the Game Boy. And then I will say, I didn't play as a kid, but retroactively, I've gone back to Super Metroid on the Super Nintendo. Great. That game is a masterpiece. I love that you game. Know what's, you know what else is great? When the 3DS first came out, uh, they released a... The, one of the release games was Metroid. Yeah. And it was a three a first-person shooter version, and it was great, too. Yeah. Another uh, game that I doubt a lot of people associate with the GameCube, but one of the best versions of the, at that time of Resident Evil 4 was on was the GameCube. Gonna, I was about to bring that up next. It's like, that's one, okay, on the list of my top games ever, that fucking game mm-hmm. goes right up there because like, I played it through and through on the GameCube. Until uh, I unlocked everything. Like, you know what I mean? And then yeah. when it came out on the Wii, I was like, ooh! And I fucking played it through on there. Like, it got unlocked everything, and it was just a little bit better, you know? Because uh, you could aim with the Wiimote, and it, it was really fucking fun. And then, most recently, they released a VR version of it on the Quest 2 uh, nice. VR headset. And playing a game that you've played hundreds of times... In a 3D, like, VR environment to where you're, like, there. Like, you can look down and, like, touch the ground. You can touch the walls and, like, walk past things you've walked past hundreds of times in other versions of the game. But to actually reach out and, like, touch it, Mm -hmm. it's, like, one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had. And that is maybe one of the greatest games I think has ever been made is Resident Evil 4. I, I And I would definitely agree. Another game I sunk a lot of time into, and don't throw shade for this, but it's a lot of fun, Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. That game is a ton of fun. It also looks amazing to this day. And uh, another game I sunk a lot of time into, this was the first Zelda I sunk time into. I never beat it, but I sunk a lot of time in The Wind Waker. Uh, I yeah. love The Wind one. Waker. I have beaten The Wind Waker multiple times. Next, I've played... I should have brought up Zelda because all of the Zeldas are cla- are solid games. There's not uh, there's there's a few weak points, but overall the franchise is solid. Weak, you know yeah. what I think's funny is I think the first two are the weakest. Oh no no Zelda games. Oh no no no, those are fighting words. Uh, the first Zelda game has zero story. Well, there's it zero for what it story. was at the time. I, it was I, perfect. Yeah, it was, you will I mean, need a sword, or, or it's dangerous out there. Take this. I'll, I'll I'll say this about it. It's like you could go anywhere you wanted to go. You're probably going to get yourself in trouble if you do things in the wrong order. And I think that's what that game had going for it. Some of my favorite Zelda games, though. And it I'm, had a save. But speaking of yeah. the GameCube version, the uh, Zelda and the Four Swords. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say. That, that um, one was great. The thing that the GameCube had that not a people, uh, I think a lot of people are aware of, is it was the first um, Nintendo console to have the Master Quest version of Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time, one another, one of the greatest games ever made. But it, this may be fighting words, but I would argue the best Zelda ever made is A Link to the Past on the Super Nintendo. I would. Uh, is that the rehash? No, uh, no, that's the one where uh, uh, Ganon is actually like he's playing someone else. I can't remember the fucker's Link name. Link to the Past was on what? Uh, Super Nintendo. Okay. There is a 
sequel to that, um, A Link Between Worlds. It's the oh, same. Yeah. It's uh, basically the same game. Yeah. Uh, they've but they reuse the map. That game's incredible too. Because the uh, Link to the Past um, and um, you know Metroid Prime Two use this, but it was the first game that had the Dark World in Zelda. Right. So it it was it had all of that time to take the 2D Zelda formula and polish it to perfection. Great soundtrack and bring the Dark World in and all that. It's just a perfectly polished Zelda game. And also, it gave you a reason to collect rupees. You had to rent your items. Remember? Yeah. And I th- I don't know. I don't remember if that's in Link to the Past, but in Link Between Worlds. Well, I know there's some uh, stuff you definitely have to get. You have to rent your items, and when you die, you lose them and have to go re-rent. But then you find out later the guy you're renting your weapons from, uh, or who? It's somebody you're dealing with. In the game, but they end up being the dark version of Link, like the. Uh, I I don't know what that one would be. It's not ringing any bells, and I feel bad for that. But then, like I said, growing up, I was not big into Zelda. I've come to appreciate it as an adult more so. I. Wind Waker, uh, I think that's an underappreciated Zelda game. Yeah, and uh, that I would agree that, with. That was a one. Uh, I love that game so much, and I played it. Most recently, the remaster on the Wii U. Yeah. And that was so fucking great. And then I've played the remaster on 3DS of Ocarina of Time. Mm -hmm. I've played, you know, Breath of the Wild. I've played so many Zelda games. I love Zelda. I can't stress that enough. That's at the top of my list, and you can't just pick one. So do you have a Zelda tattoo? No, I probably should though. I should probably get like a Triforce something. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm gonna. I just grab tattoos at random. You know this. Yeah. So I mean, one. I should. I totally should though. Mm. So uh, one game I wanted to flashback on before we get too further on and more on the PC. This game is significant for me because it helped me quit smoking cigarettes. Really? Civilization two. Nice. Nothing cures a nitfix like wiping Persia off the map. And you had evil Gandhi. Yeah. <laughs> he would be a mischievous little guy. See, for me in PC, the game that um, really blew my mind was Command & Conquer. Very first Command & Conquer. I adore that game to this day. The remaster was pretty good as well. And then I also played on PC in a collection of all of the Atari arcade games like Centipede and Asteroids and all that shit. I played the fuck out of that back in the day as well. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I loved old school StarCraft and Brood War. Nice. Yeah. But uh, I realized as these two were going on the Zelda quest, uh, we completely kind of glossed over a lot of the important games on the N64. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's Goldeneye. So yeah, I was going to say, Goldeneye and Perfect Dark. Like, that set me down the shooter path hard. Like, everybody swears by Goldeneye, but for me, like, I loved Goldeneye and, like, going through and unlocking all of, like, the different cheat modes by mm-hmm. beating the times on the different levels and shit. Like, that was a blast. But Perfect Dark was the first game that I remember, at least on a console, introducing bots into a multiplayer arena. Yeah. So it was the same engine as Goldeneye. Like, you actually had a GoldenEye map in your multiplayer lineup on Perfect Dark. 
But like I remember practicing against like rocket bots and then you had the perfect bots and like the perfect bots are the fuckers that taught me how to strafe a corner. Like in a shooter where you come around already aiming where you need to be, if you didn't, the perfect bots would just mow you down. I was going to say it was one of the first console games that if you had the RAM expansion, you actually had uh, two resolution modes you could select from. And I know the high resolution modes, frame rate wasn't great, but... Yeah, I don't remember ever changing that, but I remember I played the shit out of that game. Like the laptop gun? You throw it out as a turret. Yeah, see, I played sure. more Golden Eye, and I enjoyed uh, like on the third level getting in the tank and running people over, just hearing the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which one had the black hole uh, sniper rifle? What game was that? So, if you're talking about was the that Turok, yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like a Turok gun. Like I there could was buy the, that the black hole gun on that so one. What, speaking of great games, isn't that a Turok Sonic sa- a Soundgarden song? Turok, black hole gun. Won't you some son? <laughs> yeah, I I gotta get a dad joke in there at least one episode, uh, right? Black hole gun. <laughs> That's retarded. Yeah, All right, so what Turok was good shit too, though? What's your, so each of you just real quick? Was your favorite first person shooter of all time? Yeah, just a quick like the first one that comes uh, to Halo Two. Halo. Halo Two. Yeah, Halo Two. Oh, this is brutal for me. I'm um, going Gears of War. Damn, those are good choices. Um, probably. So, single player or multiplayer? Ooh, because that's gonna change my answer. Nope. I I don't know. I only play single player. Mm. Is that? Uh, It's tough. So, I would say for going back, Goldeneye still definitely like that's the uh, one of the pinnacle defining first person shooters for me. Going forward. From there, Halo 2 or Gears of War. I mean, the entire Gears of War trilogy, I just love that. And Vinny and I have played a ton of that together. I love the campaign for Gears. The multiplayer, I never got into. Yeah, see, for multiplayer, it's going to be Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, and Modern Warfare 2. Those games I invested tons of time in for, so and got pretty good. Yeah, played my- zombies on... Uh- Nice on uh, Gears Two for a little. I mean, it, I'm not not very good, but it's still fun. I need like somebody else to play with. That's much better. That keeps me alive. Yeah, I'm not the best at zombies either. But my uh, my shooter world, Halo Two, like I said, is number one. And then for franchises, I think Battlefield and then Call of Duty. Mm. Like I like Battlefield over Call of Duty personally. It it depends for me because both of them because like my first Battlefield exposure wasn't until uh, Bad Company two, and then jumping into Battlefield three. So because uh, Battlefield before that, you know, so early two thousands PC gaming, I didn't do a lot of. I was mostly on console. So I, like Battlefield two, the original and all that, I kind of missed out on. Well, we played the hell out of it on. Was it the three sixty that we were playing that? Which one? Battlefield two. Um, no, that would have been the original Xbox. Yeah, it was about the time that Brian I and I were in North Carolina. I think they brought it over to the 360, but me and TJ didn't have 360s like you guys had them in North Carolina, and we were still rocking our original mm. Xboxes. Yeah, but we, we played that quite a bit. Because we were still playing uh, Halo 2 and Battlefield 2 on 
yep. Xbox. So aren't we, as far as like our progress of game consoles, aren't we now getting to the point where we're now transitioning to these online games? Yeah, to these modern. To these, that I mean, that's that seems, like for PS2 me, was the start of that. Yeah. You know, that's really where this starts to come into play and where it's really shaped gaming's I guess it's not where it really now. where gaming changed, and, yeah. and it, you know, just as as VR may be the next step where we are currently as far as the next. Yeah, because I want to really, say I really, I really do believe that too. The VR is just going to take over here in the next ten years. Uh, it's so amazing to me. Like once people get the chance and give themselves a chance to get used to it because you do have to get your vr legs it's it is mm -hmm. a little uncomfortable at first you might decide you don't like it right away and it, that would be a shame because once you give yourself time to acclimate it is so incredible like being in these games yeah see my so my first exposure for vr was um i played one horror game and i'm not sure what it was but horror in vr in general is a lot of fun and then super hot i flew through super that hot. game i love super that hot game fun. great game super hot is good the, yeah the first little taste of horror i had in vr was actually like uh like the google cardboard thing where you had uh -huh. like a phone for vr all oh, right That's yeah. the only one i've really yeah, done it was at work at the hospital somebody brought it in we were playing around with it in the help desk area and it's like you're sitting in a chair and like in a dark room and you're just kind of looking around and it's really cool like the head tracking was actually pretty solid for for what it was like so you're like looking around and like you'd hear a noise so you'd look off that direction and then i turned around and there's this face like right in my right grill. yeah I about, I about fell out of my goddamn chair dude that scared the shit out of me i will say so now that we've kind of gotten into like the xbox 360 era in a way and maybe you guys feel differently that was the last era for me where gaming kind of had a magic to it in a way because so many of the best games are around that era so you got the gears of war stuff you had halo 3 um, mass effect was finally coming out which like i said i gush over that game um, just the 360 was a great time to be live, even though the console with its red ring of death and its reliability was shit. Oh, yeah. the story time. Yeah. yeah so I'm going to steal it since he's dicking around on his phone. Uh, so we, I had a 360 and it red ringed and we took it apart, foiled yeah, it off and put it story. in the, put it in the oven to resolder the GPU on it. And it worked for like. A day or two, maybe. And I was in the middle of playing Halo 2, ranked multiplayer. And it quit on me again. So, like, I calmly got up, went over, like, unplugged my controller, took the disc Yeah, out, he's telling it like shit. Hold on, drive. hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold up. He's telling the story. Because you like, were a witness to this. I was there. Oh, this yes. execution. Yeah, I was sitting right next to him. Execution's close to accurate. And, yeah, and, and yes, he did, he did get up calmly. He removes, you know, starts unplugging things very calmly. I'm like, oh, this is nice he's gonna be cool about this um he ejects the disc pulls all the cables picks up the xbox and fucking whips it past my fucking face into the wall just fucking pow i'm like oh jesus christ and he fucking you know goes up starts stomping on it it's it's fucking like a wrestling match like a wwe status but no he's not done He's not done. He goes outside. He takes it, and I follow him outside because I'm like, oh, what are we doing? He goes out and opens the garage door, goes out in the middle of the fucking street, and starts throwing it up into the air as far as he can into the sky. 
And fucking like, and, le- and like you, gods must times? be crazy throwing the coke bottle bu- back up in the it air. It was it must have been four or five times that he did this, and then you went and got a hammer and beat on it some more, broke it to fucking pieces, like annihilated this Xbox. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say I have. Then we got in the car and went and got another one. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I have the the, the, the Xbox. thing that fucking. Oh. Bo- I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. The thing that fucked me up is he threw it past my face with no regard. <laughs> For my safety, he could have hit that me. Xbox had to die, bro. I could have died. <laughs> Dishonor. I could have died. Imagine getting yeah. hit hit in the face with a 360. I mean, I'd make for a great fucking headstone, though. Died by 360. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like, Does that mean he was doing a 360? Or? Yeah. My uh, my friend Red Ringed. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say I broke more 360 controllers than any other console. I broke tons of them fucking things. They were like super amazing, and you smack them against the wall once or twice, and they're done. You remember the just uh, because the of S games, controller? or was it the games? Yeah, sometimes you know, play COD and get fucking cheated by some fucking asshole That's who's shooting little... through the wall, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the end of my Halo Two career. It's like we get up into like the the upper thirties and ranked multiple and ranked you know like Team right. Slayer, and then we get modded a bunch. You get modded back down to like the low thirties. But you yeah. remember the uh, the old Twist school the fucking controller apart in your hands. Uh, yeah, you remember yeah. the S controllers on the original Xbox? Mm-hmm. Like those were like a godsend because those Duke controllers are brutal. But like, yeah, they those suck. things were fucking tanks. Those S controllers. Like I remember uh, Brian spiked one in the middle of his Xbox. Our like, buddy Brian. Yeah, just like annihilated that controller. It flew into pieces. He went over and put everything back together, wrapped it with electrical tape, and kept playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, and then he, when we were in North Carolina, he dented the shit out of the dresser. He spiked it against the dresser and left a big divot in the, like a big-ass oak dresser. Fuck. Dang. Yeah. All right, talk about... Xbox One. Uh, Yeah, PS4. so... Most recently, um, as far as like first-person shooters go, oh, we forgot to talk about Red Dead Redemption 2. That was on the list of top-selling games. That's one of my favorite games ever. The It's a rock star game. So, the the uh, original Red Dead Redemption was amazing, and it mm-hmm. took 14 years to get the sequel, um, which is actually a prequel... It doesn't matter. The whole point is, is these games are incredible. It's fucking... Grand Theft Auto with Cowboys, and I fucking love that shit. I was going to say, if we want to talk about an underrated uh, Rockstar game, L.A. Noir. I adore L.A. Noir, where you're in 1947 L.A. solving murders like the Dahlia case and shit like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, it's um, it was an interesting game because it was one of the first, like, they used an interesting technology where they actually kind of, like, scanned and recorded people's faces as in, like, an acting performance. And so they used that so that you could look at what their facial expressions were and try and guess, are they telling the truth? Are they lying? Or do you just have doubt about what they're saying? So uh, that's interesting. Judge the micro expressions, like... Uh... yeah. And so it it's kind of, I mean, in terms of aging, like towards like where their head meets their neck, it looks a little weird and shit like that today. But I mean, that was like, I mean, it could get repetitive, sure. But I mean, I just love the aesthetic of being in the late 1940s solving murders that's, and shit. That's what I love so much about Red Dead. It makes you really feel like if you get into it, you start really feeling like you're that cowboy. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're in the game. You're, that's yeah, a, that's an interesting an, point. Like when you're immersed in that game, it, even, like 
going back to like VR to like when you're a kid in engaged in that game, mm-hmm. you know, you you're on the streets of the West or you are Sonic running really fast yeah. or, you know, that. Yeah, no, totally. You're, it's some of the best games. And that's what we mean about games that blow your mind is like the ones that immersed you so thoroughly that you just can, you couldn't put them down. Mm-hmm. And even when they were over, you're like searching for more to do just because you don't want to put, because you're like, what? What next? I can't. I don't have nothing. Before left. there were expansion packs. Yeah, and DLC. Like, DLC. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, like we are getting a new Red Dead here, uh, pretty soon. I think, uh, from what I hear. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, which is amazing. It's one of the greatest fucking se- like the story of it is amazing. Uh, the gameplay is amazing. You know, it, it has its shortcomings, just like any game, but like. Like, overall, it's one of the very best games ever made, in my opinion. Right next to, like, Fallout 4. See, New Vegas for me. That's where I go with Fallout. That New Vegas is my favorite. Just the Fallout series is incredible. Uh, you could look at Bioshock. Mm. Or what were we talking about recently? Uh, Mass Effect. Yeah. Uh, those games are incredible. Um, just like the list goes on and on about like just great. Yeah, like Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim. Yeah, when yeah, you mix Oblivion, Oblivion, I sunk a lot of time into. Well, yeah, any of those Elder Scrolls. I mean, that shit's all amazing. Yeah. Well, you think about it. I, you know, Mass Effect when it came out, what made it so ambitious was uh, the fact that the yours. Choice. Well, not only all the choices, but. When Mass Effect 2 came out, it's like, hey, do you have a Mass Effect 1 save on your console? All those choices and everything oh, yeah. you did gets imported to 2, and then from 2 to 3. And I I'm think st- you told us about that. Uh, at an, uh, some, was that when we were chilling last time, or was that on the My man at Comic-Con, even? Or- oh, it just yeah, happened maybe. right now. What are you talking about? It just happened now. No, he told us about <laughs> it before, though, I think, because I remember you talk, talking about that. Yeah, so you get like 20, 30 hours in, in each game, and each of your decisions builds up to the end, and it's it was really ambitious, and I'm not aware of any other game to this day that had cross- game saves that just transitioned uh, that is i think there oh, were others yeah. but i can't remember like they weren't super impactful yeah like it would be like oh if you beat this game like you get some special items get some, at the beginning you get to keep one. your weapons or whatever yeah, but the I, fuck. I don't remember what the hell game it even was yeah so uh on the mass effect thing just to call it out like you love mass effect one two and three yeah what about andromeda no. <laughs> That's kind of what I figured. <laughs> well, so you want to know one of the reasons why it sucked. So EA is an, an amazing parent company, let me tell you. And uh, they, so for Mass Effect mm. 1, 2, and 3, they use the Unreal Engine 3, which is, you know, I mean, anyone can use it, right? Anyone can use Unreal. But they forced them to use a proprietary engine, uh, the Frostbite engine yeah, Frostbite. For, and, and for Andromeda. And when they got it, it didn't even have a facial animator. Like in the engine, they had to create one, which is why that chick's like, I got to rest my eyes and her eyes are just fucking huge. You know, yeah, and like, shit like that. It really sucks because like the technical capabilities of the Frostbite engine are pretty solid mm-hmm. from like a shooter perspective. Like yeah. 
what Battlefield's accomplished with it over the years is pretty fucking neat. Oh, but yeah. I and don't, I, I don't mean, I think it was ready for a game like Mass Effect at all, though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So they are doing a new Mass Effect and I don't uh, we don't really know what it's going to be about, but I'm pretty sure they're going to go to Unreal Engine 5 and do it right and just, you know, use someone else's oh, engine. Man. I mean, and that's kind so of the pretty. pinnacle. It is. Oh, my that, God. Have you seen any of that shit, Bill? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the pinnacle of what we're talking about is like the next stage and gaming is the unreal engine 5 and just what they can do with that the realism of it the lighting effects that they can do some now. people have made yeah. movies in it like yeah. animated yeah. movies yeah dude what it's are the two um, big new technologies it was lumen and what the hell was the other one uh rtx no 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 the the crazy so you know what mip mapping is right you ever heard of that anybody no. Any, all right yeah yeah you did so you basically mip mapping is like you have a texture sheet right and you'll have several versions of the same texture, and each one is half the resolution of the one ahead of it. Yeah, so and the based further on like out your it... distance, it'll use a lower resolution texture, but you can't fucking see it anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So the new technology and the Unreal Engine 5 is doing the same thing with geometry instead of just the textures that are painted over the top. Hmm. So, like, you can, like, one of the things that they demonstrated was like you're in this cave and they have all these rocks and shit, and like they go through and they show off the Lumen global lighting system, which is cool as hell anyway. Mm-hmm. But then they break it down, like they shift into like a like a developer mode, and you can see all of what are supposed to be triangles, and it's just like what space should look like from from space, like just like a wall of stars, like that's what it looked like. Like there is just so many triangles, it's like incomprehensible. And like partway through the demo, they go into this room, and there's this super complex statue, and like they give you like the triangle count for that thing, and it's just blows your fucking mind like billions of them or something right yeah it blows your mind that any computer right now is even capable of doing that and they're doing it because it's all dynamic and they're getting better at rendering shit that's only on the screen and not going too much off Mm -hmm. so like the next generation of games using ue5 and the you know the ue5 equivalents across the board like whatever frostbite does whatever crytek does like all of these other engines, assuming they keep up with UE5, like the next wave of games in a year to three years are going to be fucking intense. I will say one thing it's interesting is so throughout the history of gaming, when you think about it, um, as games are getting better, resolutions kept getting higher to kind of match. But now that, you know, 4K gaming is becoming increasingly common and, even you know, some people even have 8K monitors, your eyes can no longer distinguish the pixels at that fine of a resolution. So resolution, in a way, is kind of capped. Eventually a moot thing because you can't even... Yeah, you can't distinguish... You can't even distinguish any pixels. So it's become capped. And um, I think that for VR, that's probably what... Uh, And as as we wrap this up, because we're getting close to the end here, but we were talking about this a little bit before Ted showed up, was like just where it goes from here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so VR is really great, but really, if you think about it, it's really in its infancy and in a time scale situation, it would be like the Atari of what VR will be in the future. And technology to grows point, exponentially right. too. To, right. the point mm-hmm. to, where, to the point to where like you're downloading your mind into the computer and you're in that virtual world or you're experiencing it just firsthand like you feel the touch you're no yeah you're getting the touch 
you're getting every sensation to where you can't distinguish it from reality or it's better than reality because then you can become the sound wave and experience what being a sound wave is like or you know what i mean like I, you can it's you can go so much further in that immersion i watch sword art online that's that shit scares me yeah well it should it should because think about this is like if your mind is a lawnmower man yeah where Ready player one Yes. Ready Player Two. Yeah, there's yeah. always that cautionary tale, and people suck for damn sure. Oh yeah, people but are the implications. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's incredible, and like so, that's where it's got to go. Like, yeah, I mean, for something in a po- for like a positive note, imagine if you're paralyzed from the waist down or something like that. You could use VR to potentially and walk again. Yeah, exactly. Like you could, you know, experience stuff that may otherwise in life be denied you. You know, right? Like being good at shit. That's why I play video games. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, I mean, that's one of the appeals is to be like an awesome character and be like, I'm fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So question: Well, we're kind of well, on you the play VR that, topic. You play that fucking Arkham, those Arkham games, and you feel like you're fucking Batman. Yeah. Or or you play Red the Dead Spider-Man. and you're like, I'm a badass fucking cowboy. You like really start feeling like you're that person, and that like a good game. That's what it does is make you feel like you're you're there and you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so question: Since we're talking VR, where do you guys think AR ties into this? Like, what I do think you... it eventually it's it merges, or you get like, you know, when Google when all your glasses are now smart glasses. Appar- apparently, a- and, and you and people can sell you advertisement on it, so it pays for itself. Well, yeah, apparently, AR is much harder to develop than VR. Yeah, I would just say because, just because, tracking. well, not only that, you need a smaller, like Bill was just saying, you want, people don't want a big headset for AR. They want a Fuck little it, piece. Man, I'll walk around wearing they a hollow lens all day, every day. I don't well, care. Just we, make that we, shit so it's not like 10 grand or whatever We've the hell talked it is. about this as like, you already have the technology in the Quest 2 headset. If you had little better cameras that you could see like a full resolution picture from, and then you could use that your Quest headset as like a an, an augmented experience. No, I want it to look like a Mandalorian helmet. Did you see the early? It would probably be <laughs> if you could do a big helmet that like they could make something really really sick if it was a helmet because then you could fit way more. I was gonna say I them. I want the future to be kind of like Deus Ex or just got those flip down sunglasses. Well, and yeah, sure. Or or <laughs> a pair of contacts. You just yeah, stick the contacts in your, would be dope. Or, yeah, or you replace your eyeball. Or so, or you know what I mean? Did you two see the Hololens? I uh, don't think so. Yeah, it was pretty. So cool. So they did a demo like what like four or five years ago now. Is when it initially came. Yeah, we just watched the video. But they have a couple days ago. Right, so they have like they do a Minecraft demo on stage at like E three a few years ago, I think it was, and like they're playing Minecraft and they're talking about like the mobile, the cross platform when they first open it up. So like you can be on Xbox playing against phone, playing against PC, playing against PlayStation, like all of that. And then they're like, oh, and Hololens, blah 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 blah, and they come out and like they open up this Minecraft world on a table. Like the world comes up out of the table. Like they have a camera that can see what the HoloLens sees, what the HoloLens player is seeing. And it's just a whole Minecraft world on a table in front of them. And like they can move it around and mess with everything. Or you could walk up to a wall and like have it be inside the wall. Like it would just, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was, it was super dope. So it, I'm, I'm looking cool. forward to both the future of VR and 
seeing a lot more augmented reality. Speaking of Minecraft, now. I've you know that's one of the games that was on my list. I've kind of forgot to go over it, but I mean that game's how old now, and has evolved. It's one of the games I think it, that has evolved the most out of any game, and maybe that's why it's one of the top selling games ever. It's it like, uh, you know, it, it has evolved with the times and gotten better. And it had that room to grow. Yeah. So, and uh, I got super into it recently. I'm into it uh, um, playing it on, in VR, mm. which is amazing. That shit makes me nauseous. Yeah. Like, I. You don't play enough VR, though. Yeah, I know. But, like, the one time I played it, I played it for like 15 minutes. I was like, I need to not be wearing It's rough on the eyes. That's what I was saying. Like, VR, that's the one pitfall is right now you're forced to having these little screens and, you know. Yeah, and they're not very high resolution, you know. The Quest 2 is actually. It's it's a lot better than you think. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying it's not like. Per, like eight no yeah it's not like know? yeah definitely it's definitely not. not like looking at your computer screen so you remember like the earlier vr stuff especially like the cell phone screens and like the early oculus like everybody bitched about like the screen door effect mm-hmm. like i don't see that at all yeah it's not there the anymore where you were seeing like, individual pixels just right it's not like that Have you played on a quest 2 yet no i haven't he just told me earlier you got a oh. quest one yeah i finally grabbed it my buddy had given it to my other buddy because he lives in colorado but that It'll work if you have Steam. Get like Steam VR and yeah. Oh, I will. It's just I haven't fucked with it <laughs> yet. Yeah, it's a good time. Oh, and one of the other games since you're talking about Minecraft, the other huge game that I've loved lately is Beat Saber. Oh yeah, nice. we, play, we play VR crack. We play Beat Saber a lot. Well, not well, lately. Yeah, but here we, lately we haven't, but we did for a while. We've been got hanging out and drinking whiskey more than playing Beat Saber, but it's. Yeah, that's true. It's fun. It's a great game. Yeah. But I think uh, we're reaching the end of this biatch. Um, we appreciate you guys coming on, man, talking about video games. We'll have to do a maybe just a little series of video game podcasts. Yeah. Cause I feel like there's a lot more we could go into. I think so, too. If we could just visit individual games, talk about them. Mm-hmm. Maybe that could uh, be turned into a thing, huh? Or even maybe, just generations. Just maybe make it like a, a once a month thing. Like yeah, yeah, monthly, yeah. Not like a monthly oh, gaming special or something. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I like that idea. Gaming set monthly. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, we kind of talked about that. Anyways, having like a more segmented way of doing things, maybe. But that's all backstage. Um, anything else? Anybody else wanted to? say about video games other than you love them no that pretty well sums it up for me pretty much yeah nice it's always been like that escape at the end of the day like a good release mm-hmm. yeah enjoyment so bill wanted me to do this at the beginning of the episode but i suck visit the comiczone.com we have all the links to wherever you can get our podcast right there we have instagram we have tiktok we have youtube visit all the things give us likes and go to spotify and rate us on their star uh rating system i already gave us a five because i think we're the shit (laughs) and you should too (laughs) this has been the comic zone thanks for coming on guys yep thanks Thanks for having us us. peace Game, game on